0: Hi there and welcome on Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Cola. We've been discussing how the Chavetz Chaim in his opening section teaches us that when we speak lashon Hara, we violate the prohibition of Losechala Lashem Katshi, you shall not desecrate my name. The prohibition against chel Hashem, the Chavetz Chaim argues based on the Rambam. Anytime we sin in such a way that we're not providing ourselves with a physical benefit, a physical Hana, some kind of physical passion or urge, if we sin without getting that kind of physical benefit, that's a violation of Chil Hashem, that's considered a desecration of God's name. He bases that on the Rambam, and when we speak Lashon Hara, there's no physical temptation, there's no physical urge or benefit that we're deriving, so the Chavetz Chaim argues it's a violation of Chil Hashem. Now, one might ask cogently that, wait a minute. Granted, there's no physical benefit for speaking lashon hara. After all, on the other hand, when we speak lashon hara, there are some real temptations. It might not be a physical benefit, but it's an emotional, psychological benefit. There's a real pressure, oftentimes, a real temptation to speak lashon hara. So why don't we say the same thing, the same t- way, when we get a physical benefit, when we sin, we say that's not a chel Hashem. That's just us giving in to temptation. Really, if you think about it, it should be the same exact thing when we speak Lashon Hara. I might not be getting a physical benefit, but I'm getting a psychological, emotional, whatever it may be. I'm fulfilling some form of a need, some type of urge to speak that Lashon Hara. I'm giving in to a different kind of temptation. So why exactly is it Echel Hashem? Now the Chavot Chaim answers this by proving that it's true, because he says, if you read the Rambam carefully, the Rambam argues that if a person takes an oath, if a person violates the prohibition against taking an oath with God's name, and he lies under oath, the, vi- the, to- the Rambam tells us in that type of scenario, a of that's a violation of Loshachal shem Kachi. That's a violation of Chil Hashem, because you've got no physical benefit by taking an oath. There's no taiva, there's no physical benefit that we get by taking a false oath. And the Chavetz Chaim says, well, wait a minute. Oftentimes, when we take false oaths, it's so that I win a court case and I walk away with $100,000. Of course, there's a physical benefit. Chabetz argues, well, we- I think what the Chabot Haim argues is that in those situations, it's not the actual violation of taking a false oath that's bringing me the physical benefit. That's a secondary step. I violate the prohibition when I took the false oath. The fact that I now walk away a minute later, an hour later when the court rules in my favor, that's secondary to the violation. The Chabot Haim says you see from here that even though there might be tangential or collateral benefits when we sin, If we don't get a physical benefit, if we don't fulfill a taiva immediately when we sin, it's by definition a violation of L'sechal Shem Kachi, it's a desecration of God's name, it's a chile And that's what the Chavetz Chaim argues. And I want to leave all of you with a question. I want to open up this this question to everyone who's watching this class. I get it. The Chavetz Chaim has a very good argument, but why does that make sense? Chavot Chaim, after all, explains, he tells us, when we violate the prohibition of Chil Hashem, desecrating God's name, what we're doing is, it's a merit, it's a rebellion, it's a prikas ol machos shamayin. We're throwing off, casting away the yoke, the burden of accepting God's kingdom and dominion over all of the world. And when we sin and we're not getting a physical benefit, Chavot Chaim tells us, it's a merit, it's a rebellion. Now, I don't get it. Granted, we can start splitting hairs and explaining that when we speak Lashon Hara, or for that matter, when we take an oath in vain to walk away tomorrow with $100,000, granted, at that moment, technically speaking, we're not getting any physical benefit, and granted, I do see the difference between that and, let's say, for example, eating a cheeseburger where we do get a physical benefit. But the reality is they're both sins that we're giving into to temptation. We're giving into those sins because there's a certain passion, whether it be getting an immediate physical benefit or whether it be walking away tomorrow with $100,000 or the emotional benefit I get by speaking Lashon Hara. In all these cases, my intent, at least on the first level of consciousness, is I'm not rebelling against God, I'm giving in to temptation. So why is it that there is a difference? How is it that the Ramam can split these hairs between a sin that gives us immediate gratification versus a sin which only gives us an emotional gratification. that I understand that those two are different things, but either they're both a mered, they're both rebellions, or they both aren't. What exactly is the distinction? And I'm very curious what all of you have to say. Please reach out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Why is speaking Lashon Hara considered a chil Hashem, a desecration against God's name, while Eating something not kosher, that we say no, that's getting a, a, a physical benefit. That's not a khiloshem. Please reach out. I'm very curious to hear your answers.